Hey guys, and welcome back to the Barbell Bikini and Biz podcast. You join me for another solo podcast today, and today's episode is going to be a Q&A. So I put a little question box up on Instagram, and I'm just going to basically run through the questions. I asked for questions of any kind, happy questions, sad questions, fitness, non-fitness, lifestyle, you name it. And I've got quite a few, so I'm going to go through some of these, answer them on the podcast. And this is just a fun one for you to enjoy. So sit back and relax if you're sitting down. If you're on a walk, I hope the weather's holding out. If you're eating some food and listening to this, I hope it's good food. Let me know what you're having. And let's crack on. So the first question I got was, where's your new flat at? Um, Like, I'm going to openly give the address on the podcast. <laughs> like, really, I, I don't really know why that was even asked, to be fair. But in case you didn't know, listeners, and in case you care... I'm moving into my own place, all being well. I still actually need the 100% confirmation to be like, yes, you are moving, it is fine. I'm just waiting basically to get approved. It's just a bit complicated because of my employment status as newly self-employed, newly fully self-employed, should I say, because I was self-employed last year, but I was also employed at the same time. Um, But yeah, I'm moving into my own little apartment. It is lovely. It's in an old converted mill. It's beautiful. Um, That's the only information I'm going to give because I don't really want... I mean, I'd be happy for people to send me gifts, don't get me wrong, but I also don't really want people, like, waiting outside with, like, all my fans there and stuff. I I need need a private life as well. So that's all I'm going to say about that one. But I'm really excited. I've just started shopping for it. Didn't realise how much I actually needed. Even though it's furnished, there's so much stuff. So I'm kind of glad that it's a few months away before the move date because that gives me time to actually buy all the things I need. But fun fact, as much as I can, the theme is going to be Disney because I love Disney. So there's loads of Disney. I've got some Disney cups and plates and uh, soap dispensers. There's going to be absolutely loads. And I want some vintage Disney posters on the wall as well. So that is super excited. And I'm going to have an office, which is going to be amazing because currently I work out of my bedroom. And yeah, as much as I try to make it an office environment, like I can see my dressing gown right here. I can see my bed. I can touch my bed with my hand from my desk. It's just not great. So I'm super excited to have an office as well. That's everything about my flat, really. The next question, do you feel like you can't be bothered working out during your period? Well, this is a funny one for me because I don't have one, (laughs) Um, in case you didn't know, which you probably all do. However, I am going to touch base upon this because it is something that a lot of people struggle with, a lot of my clients struggle with, um, and obviously I've got a decent understanding of female physiology, especially around the menstrual cycle with everything that's been happening with myself. I've done a lot of my own reading. So the time around your period is typically when progesterone is higher and estrogen is lower. Now there's a bit of a myth that progesterone is a bad hormone and it makes you feel like shit and it's the one that does all the bad things to you and it's not. It's the imbalance of estrogen and progesterone that causes these PMS-like symptoms. Now estrogen is the happy one. Estrogen is what helps um, uh, trigger your happy neurotransmitters, your happy chemicals like serotonin, so it makes you feel good. So when estrogen's really high, sort of at the beginning of your cycle, this is when you can feel really positive, really motivated and really energised. Hitting PBs in the gym, your recovery's going to be better, etc. Now when estrogen is lower and progesterone's higher, this is when you might start to see a bit of a drop off. It might take a hit on motivation. Um, it can t- PMS can take a hit on fatigue. It can make you feel a lot more tired. Recovery capacity can go down. Emotions can be everywhere, and it very much can have an impact on your training. 
And the thing is, as long as you're aware of that, it's okay. It's not, you know, if it's not you just being like, oh, I'm lazy, why am I not motivated? It's part of a hormone imbalance. Now, the thing about PMS, and I wasn't aware of this until I did my own reading, is that it's not actually quote-unquote normal. It's not just like a, you know, it's not just a side effect that happens and you've got to learn to deal with it. It's not inevitable is what I was trying to say there. It can actually be managed and mitigated and it's usually down to certain lifestyle factors and other things which actually heighten PMS symptoms. And something that I am working on right now, I'm not actually going to disclose in the podcast yet because I have not formally released it yet. And I want to do a big release because big releases are fun. But there's something that I'm creating um, at the moment, which actually will answer a later question as well, to be fair. And it's one of the topics I want to go on in this thing is menstrual cycle health and helping to offset some symptoms of PMS. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so just basically keep your eyes and ears peeled for that because it'd be something that is going to be pretty good. It's going to be really helpful and I'd love to get as many of you on board with it as I can. It would be amazing. So keep an eye out for it. But yeah, no, basically that, to answer the question, because I've gone off on a tangent, it's very normal for you not to feel like you can't be bothered working out on your period due to the hormone imbalances. However, this imbalance can be regulated and managed as well um, through food choices, through lifestyle choices, etc. But I'm going to save the details of that either for a podcast or for my special thing, which is coming in the future. Next question. I really want an online coach, but I can't afford it. What do I do? It's a great question. And it is a good question because I can remember being in this boat a few years ago. So I was a student. I was working in fast food. I didn't really have a lot of disposable income. And people don't in this day and age. You know, life is expensive. And realistically, coaching is expensive. You know, I'm not going to beat around the bush and say that it's not. It is. And that is because it's a premium service. You are getting a lot out of the service it isn't cheap and if it is cheap there's probably a reason for it i.e copy and paste not a lot of experience um not a lot of effort going into it you know if, if you're paying sort of like 40 50 quid a month for you know bespoke coaching yeah it's probably not bespoke i'm just gonna put that disclaimer out there if someone's offering you coaching for hella cheap there's probably a reason for it However, I was at this point where I didn't care anymore. I was like, I'm so unhappy with how I look. I really want help. Like I really want, a, I wanted a personal trainer at that point. I really want someone who can teach me about what to do in the gym, show me how to do some exercises, show me how I can actually lose this weight and get it off because I'm not happy. So I made the money, you know, I put in some extra hours I rejigged my finances I thought right what am I actually spending money on here that I don't need to be spending money on and what am I spending money on here that doesn't actually align with what I really want right now because what I really want right now is to not feel the way that I do I don't want to be unhappy in my body I don't want to look like this like this anymore and be stuck in this rut of dieting and not really knowing what I need to do in order to lose weight without being full-blown restrictive and in an eating disorder again so I stopped, you know, spending money going out for food and stopped spending money on just random bits that I didn't really need or want or anything like that. As I thought, you know what, I'm putting my money into this because if I put my money into this now, it's going to save me so much in the long. It's going to save me feeling terrible you know it's going to save me from feeling like this but it's also probably going to save me money in the long run because if I just invest now I won't have to keep buying into these diets and buying into this and buying into that 
and you know it's, it's short term it's short term like, I thought it was going to be short term but here I am like three years later still paying for a coach but for me it's been the best thing I've ever done and I've never looked back and I absolutely love it I would not change having a coach for the world I absolutely love it it's changed my life so that's the first thing is actually actually sitting down and looking at your finances and go can I just say I can't afford it or do I really really not afford this you know is it a case of I've literally got 10 pounds spare a month and I've, I've already scraped you know everything I can I'm not going out I'm not doing anything it's all I've got and so I can't afford it or are you just throwing money away at other things and if you're throwing money away at other things that's fine but it's about what your values lie with and if you wanting a coach for quite you know an important reason you're not happy with how you look or you want to break free from a diet cycle it's about assessing your values and assessing what you're actually prioritizing from a financial stance and that can be quite a big thing to do and it's not an easy thing to do but it's it's worth doing you know thinking about what it will do for you in the long run the pain it will save you mentally and financially and physically but if you are someone who genuinely cannot afford it because at first I couldn't I literally had no spare money I had to work extra hours first I would there's a couple of things number one is follow people online who know what they're on about and by that I mean you can ask them if you message someone like a coach a trainer they would happily answer your question without you know being like you need to buy my program looking at their credibility you know looking at someone who's actually getting results from clients who's got you know good reviews from clients and reading their posts and hopefully they've got some good posts out there that's got some good content that you know is informative perhaps they've got youtube videos blog entries things like that that can help and educate you to start with and just give you a good baseline understanding i for one for example have a free five-day course which if you go to my instagram click the link in my bio it's on there it's the five day forever that's a free course which you can do yes it isn't going to change your life i'm not going to you know lie and say that it will but what it will do is give you the basic information and understanding of what it is that you need to do to create and sustain fat loss so see if anyone else besides from myself you know has guides like that to give you that bit of information and look look at what else there is out there because one-to-one bespoke coaching is an expensive service but there are other services out there again kind of what i'm working on now i don't want to give the full details but i'm about to release a service which isn't one-to-one coaching but it is coaching and it's of a much more affordable price you'll get a lot for it so see if there's things like that around there because it doesn't just have to be the expensive coaching service that helps you there is a lot out there and just be mindful you know things seem too good to be true as well if someone's offering like a really cheap course or a really cheap this just sort of look as to why it's so cheap that's what i'm going to say there let's move on to the next question which is i'm just getting them up now on my phone because i'm on instagram this is a funny one do you think a lion has ever seen or knows what an octopus is now I'm going to tackle this question from the stance that every lion and every octopus, because you could just take any lion and any octopus in this scenario, right? But um, I'm probably going to say at some point, I am sure a lion and an octopus will have crossed paths. Yeah, they will have done. Let's think, you know, Noah's Ark. There was two of every animal on there. I'm sure they saw each other on the Ark. You know, zoo transfers and stuff. I'm sure potentially, you know, they've transferred a lion in the zoo and he's in the... I'm I'm sure that a lion and an octopus at some point have been united. And I'm guessing the lion probably then ended up eating the octopus because I know they just like to eat other animals. 
this is such valuable podcast information for this thank, thank you for that question chris um providing me with all of the valuable insights right there cheers mate okay today's final question is as follows what is your favorite protein powder and if you could create your own what flavor would you pick i feel like i've answered a question like this before but i'm going to answer it again because i think my first answer to the question has most recently changed my favorite flavor protein is the perform carrot cake it is amazing it literally tastes as you would imagine like a carrot cake it is phenomenal uh, absolutely amazing at the moment i'm only on that protein like normally i get two flavors because i like to rotate so i don't just have the same flavor again and again and again but i've just got that one at the moment and you know what i am not bored yet i am loving it apps in greek yogurt it is amazing as the protein cookies i've been making they are amazing um absolutely sensational it's like gold dust at the moment so if you've not managed to get it i don't really know where you can get it from because i think everywhere sold out i know they are doing a restock in june um keep an eye out for it and if you like the sound of it honestly just wait till the restock happens and don't hesitate don't go oh i don't know if i'd like it please just buy it because i promise you if you don't like it someone will buy it off you i'll buy it off you i will buy it off you okay excellent eh? so if i could create a flavor of protein what would i create and why i think i've answered this so i've said a biscoff one and like a really good something that actually legit tastes like biscoff that would be sensational i've had cookies and cream flavors in the past but again i want one that actually tastes like the oreo you know like an actual oreo um that would be sensational and any of the ones that i have would have to have the texture perform now the texture of protein makes a difference if you had perform way and then had other brands you'll know the difference that certain proteins just have a texture which is just crap um (laughs) but yeah i think i'd say a biscoff one or a really good oreo style of one i can't think of any other flavors to be fair that i really 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 love um or maybe a cheesecake like a vanilla cheesecake like that if you could capture the vanilla like base with the actual biscuit bit in a flavor that would be sensational so yeah perform if you want to get on those please copyright it lucy cook um i'd like five percent of all sales um yeah that's all i'm going to ask of you to be fair because i'm happy with free protein and five percent of sales because they're going to be that sensational i'll just probably become a millionaire from that in itself but that is the Q&A wrapped up, guys. So that is today's podcast over and out. Hope you are well. As always, if there's anything or anyone you want to hear on the podcast, please let me know. And if you have enjoyed today's episode, I would always appreciate a share on your Instagram stories, a tag, and just a little message on well on Instagram just to say that you've listened and you've enjoyed it. I'd always like to hear that. Have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic day. And I will catch you on the next one, guys.